Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you? I can't complain. Today's topic is Western Museums Should Return African Artifacts. During the conquest of Africa under European rule in the 1800s, artifacts from non-Western nations were under the wrongful control and ownership of their colonizers. Recently, there has been a demand for all artifacts housed in museums to return to their place of origin. Many artifacts in Western museums and libraries are believed to have been seized over the ages by conquest and colonialism. Anthropologists, curators, and private collectors have looted African artifacts during both war and peace. The act was justified as an act of benevolence excuse me as a way to save dying knowledge museums have begun to acknowledge that some of their collections have uncomfortable histories linked to colonial violence in spite of this britain does not give up its looted treasures david cameron the then prime minister of the united kingdom had said of greece elgin marbles and India coal e nor diamond no I certainly do not believe in returnism I do not think that is sensible museums defense against returnism is similar to their own they are the custodians and preservers of humanity's cultural and natural treasures some anthropologists and museum directors of large institutions have argued that a return of artifacts may lead to historical destruction due to war and instability of nations that may have been targeted by Afghanistan whose artifacts have been destroyed under the rule of ISIS. Although theories may seem reasonable, it should not be the decision of the thieves that stole the artifacts to make that decision or call. The statement suggests nations are incapable of protecting their artifacts, essentially meaning that Ethiopians, Kenyans, or South Africans cannot be trusted with the preservation of their own culture. This is why this calls for repatriation. This is why these nations call for repatriation, um, because they're requesting for their pieces to be returned home, and it just grows louder by the day. The more serious problem is that the collection retain and perpetuate stereotypical narratives that Europeans once had and still do about Africans. In most museums, thousands of articles aren't accompanied by their original history. The item on display are selected, organized and tagged by Europeans without any input of African or non-Western um, artifacts or historical researchers that would be more knowledgeable than those who have the current um, authority to write such content. 
By selecting, naming, and determining the meaning of these items, Europeans are the authors of African history. What's even more in the favor of European control of foreign artifacts is that they developed the laws and regulations that will accompany the artifacts. Note that France agreed to some and not all returning to Benin. This is because under law, the artifacts are obligated to remain in Europe unless acquired as a loan to wherever it's going, even its native origin. Museums, according to the International Council of Museums, are essential vehicles for cultural exchange, cultural enrichment, and the, de de the development of international understanding, collaboration, and peace. The interests of cultural preservation, museums and libraries store objects and texts for future generations to enjoy. It isn't always the case, though. The truth is that there are items in Western museums that do not live up to these elevated expectations. These include everything from animals and cultural artifacts to human remain collections. Thousands of African skulls are among the relics. These collections of African skeletons serve as memories of scientific racism and the building of human zoos, which occurred as recently as 1958 when living Congolese people were displayed at World Fair. Repatriation plays a major role in uh, rectifying. rectifying, excuse me, rectifying historical wrongs imposed by institutions and restores Africans' agencies as historians. A notable activist has taken the matter into his own hands. Congolese-born activist Emery Mozulu Diabanza and the other activists who removed the object from display at the Musée du Branly Jacques. I hope I'm not messing that up, says that their actions are a protest against colonial looting. The Congolese activist Emery has been handed down a thousand euro fine for attempting to seize a funeral pole from the museum. Initially accused of attempted theft, he was convicted of aggravated theft although Diabanza describes his actions as a protest against colonial looting. Mm. Three other activists were handed down suspended fines of 250, 750, and 1,000 euros, while another was found innocent. According to one of their lawyers, Hakim Shirugi, Diabanza has actually been ordered to pay 2,000 pounds as he had suspended fine of, sorry, 1 euro, 1,000 euro. For a previous case from which he is liable. All five defendants are members of a pan-African group Unite Dignite Courage, which strives from the liberation and transformation of Africa and the restitution of African heritage. They were arrested after removing the funeral pole originally from Chad from its uh Sokol at the Musee I, I, I'm going to butcher that Musee du Quay Branly okay on June on the 12th of June this year and were accused of damaging the piece by leaving pieces of wool, wood 
the judge recognized the activist aspects of their act yet ruled that the method of operating should be discouraged, stating that you have other means to get the attention of the political class and the public. Diabanza has slammed the court's decision and denied any real intent to steal the work. The verdict is a big political repressive joke. There was nothing legal about it. It was a political decision to dissuade me from continuing to demand the restitution of African heritage, he tells the arts paper. My intention at the museum was political and symbolic, about liberating a piece that was there illegally. On June 30th, I lodged a complaint at the police station of the 7th Ardio de Saint-Mont in Paris against the French state and the Musée du Quai Branly for theft. But the judge didn't take this into account in his ruling. Hmm. So what are your thoughts about all of this? It's just weird how someone can tell somebody not to take an an artifact that's from somebody's culture and heritage when they stolen it previously years Mm -hmm. ago. Um, I agree. And for a country to take something and then rewrite a law to ensure that it does not return if someone asks for it back, Mm -hmm. that says a lot about that nation's character, but also about their knowledge of knowing that the place where it came from does not have much control over their pieces. One of the arguments that they had, which I thought was bizarre, was the mention of artifacts staying in Europe because Europe was a safer place for them to have the artifacts. Um, So that didn't make sense to me because just recently in a major museum here, there was recently a flood and most of the artifacts in that museum were destroyed. Mm -hmm. So how can you tell or... I guess assume that one nation is incapable of taking care of their own things allow them to have that choice without making that for them right and even more recently um, a guy dressed up like a woman um, I forget which museum it was but he um, defiled the the Mona Lisa he Mm -hmm. smacked it with a (laughs) a cake yeah he sure did Um, but luckily for the Mona Lisa it was bulletproof so they can easily fix it because I don't think that that was the first attempt of ruining <laughs> ruining that painting mm. another thing that kind of baffled me is how can you um, take something label it as you wish without consulting anyone with that knowledge it's like you're just making up things on the spot yeah I mean but that's that's the nature right that's the nature of a colonial like a colonial rule is mm-hmm. that they're going to write or interpret a narrative from their eyes and their perspective and their biases and their racism um, without consulting anyone from that nation or that tribe or that land. Mm-hmm. I do feel that there is an issue not just with Africa but with other nations and cultures um, that are still begging and requesting for their artifacts to be returned. Um, like the video we watched, it's a loss of culture, it's a loss of language, it's a loss of traditional religions, mm-hmm. where then a tribe or a group of people 
are now relying on outside sources and deeming those as acceptable because their history is accessible, whereas theirs is not. Mm-hmm. But I think that's another um, way that colonization ended up doing its job because they want their story to be above all and we have limited access or limited knowledge of the truth of other cultures. Absolutely. Even with the um, Benin statues of, of royalty, those statues before they were looted mm-hmm. were over maybe a few hundred years old. Right. You know, so how can you say a culture is not is, is unable to preserve their history when it's clear that they were, mm-hmm. you know? these statues over a hundred years old like they these people appreciated and took care of their culture and and their artifacts and and you know their history you know and right. like you said once you once you take that away it's like a, a gap between it's, it's it's people not knowing where they come from or what who they are mm-hmm. what their history is you know and I'm pretty sure that some of the things that they acquired was a gift or was a trade. Um, but, you know, historically, it's like, what did they trade? Was it, you know, gunpowder, cop power? Was it alcohol? What was it that they were trading? Right. Was it as significant as a, you know, traditional religious artifact? Mm-hmm. Was it that significant? And what happens if you take away somebody's cultural you know, custom or cultural artifact from its nation, does that then affect the land? Mm-hmm. Or does that do something spiritually to the community? Another thing that I think um, a lot of us kind of don't really think about is us not having connection with, you know, things that are important, like when they were mentioning skulls or body parts of humans Mm -hmm. why would you have that in a museum Mm -hmm. but they do they have several things that they study and look at um one of those examples is venus hottentot Mm -hmm. where her remains stayed in europe you know (laughs) for years and they had to beg for her body parts back to give her a proper burial and they only returned it as early as 1991 and she had been in europe for 1800s I mean, since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just really racism just doesn't happen with how you treat people. It's also about what you acquire and what you keep away from a nation or a culture. Right. And it's about preserving the memory of something instead of actually preserving that thing here and now. Mm-hmm. I am noticing a shift, though, where if you do go to... Um, you know, like a a museum that has more artifacts from other places is that not all, but most of them I'm seeing the shift because of such uproar of people requesting them back or like doing further research is that they have more text or if they don't know if it's acquired as a gift or whatnot, they'll probably just say unknown, you Mm -hmm. know, like maybe make it more factual. So if somebody is trying to counter, there's a lot more balance and not just saying, well, you know, we acquired this from the king, so-and-so, such-and-such, when that wasn't the truth. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. So. I mean, it's, 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 again, creating that narrative, you know? It's creating that narrative. And 
another really messed up thing about it is like if somebody was in Kenya and they wanted to know a little bit more about that artifact or that history, mm-hmm. what if they don't speak English? Right. Exactly. You know, like exactly. how how are they going to get that information? Mm-hmm. And that's just a, a, a whole different rabbit hole that they'll have to climb through just to figure out that history, you know? Exactly. And, you know, another argument that they were saying was with India, India caught on fire their National History Museum a few years ago, and they lost literally everything Mm -hmm. that caught on fire. But it's like now we live more in a digital world. So, yes, if you want to acquire those things, why not make copies? Why Mm -hmm. not request permission to make copies of those things so that at least we know what it looked like or what it should have been? We can make replicas that look very distinctively the same mm-hmm. as anything. So it's just really weird. I remember um, walking through D.C. a couple of years ago, and I seen um, uh, a stone of an Olmec head that's mm-hmm. from um, South America, mm-hmm. and it wasn't inside; it was outside, like a statue. Mm-hmm. But you could notice that it was being weathered and not very not taken care of Mm. you know what I mean so a lot of it to me from what it seems like is just decoration you know you know how some people go hunting and they put animal heads on the wall just because it looks good to them Mm -hmm. that's what I think it is a lot of the origin of all of this was rich men from Europe would go to these far places and collect things like collector's items and just take it back to wherever they're from. You know, it's. I think it was a council of something. I forget what it was called. I just read it, but it's not on my mind now. But they would just go out there and collect these things and take it back. And it wasn't for preserving anything. It was just trophies to them, mm-hmm. you know. That's what I think a lot of it is. It's just trophies to these. The Museum of Trophies. <laughs> yeah, of institutions. You know, we won the war, so we take what, what we please. I mean, I can understand that because I do feel that during war, you do take things, right? Mm-hmm. As a symbol of your power and your succession to that place. Um, but yeah, I think I think they need to return where they came from. Repatriation is important i think it should be up to the nation to make a decision or determination as to who it's going to because another delay has been like okay the the prime minister of france was like okay well we're only delaying because we don't know who we're going to give it to in benin Mm -hmm. you know because technically they don't know where to come from or who to give it to in nigeria but let the country decide you know Mm -hmm. like just you know, say here, <laughs> Museum of Nigeria, here goes your stuff back. I don't think it's that difficult to just give back the items. But like I said, too, um, by law, they have things written in text where a lot of those things technically are under the ownership of the people who stole it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they wrote the laws and they made it so that it would be that way legally mm-hmm. without the say of the, the people that originally it came from. Doesn't the queen of the UK, England, mm-hmm. own one of like the, the the largest diamonds in the world that came from Africa. It's like in her crown. Yeah. You think she'll ever give that diamond back? 
much. <laughs> How much is a diamond worth? I don't uh, think so. Like the largest diamond in the world, I'm pretty sure it's a it's it's, it's a heavy price tag on that. And I'm sure that was said to be a gift, right? <laughs> <laughs> it could unquote, have. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to really think about the things that happen, right? I I think that everything has a reason or a meaning behind what why it's done or why it's there's a delay of returning the things back. Clearly, it was wrong, you know, just like it was morally wrong to enslave people and torture them. Mm. So at this point, what is the delay? That's my question. What is the delay? Maybe they don't have enough history or culture of their own to fill up those museums. But you see how much literature is written about the European culture. You know, mm-hmm. it may not be to the extent, but it's like, are are they trying to hide how much they stole? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because what, what the video we were also watching was saying that 90 percent of the things that came from Africa don't even reside in Africa. Mm-hmm. They reside in Europe. That just goes to show you that they don't really have that much, you know, besides like Greece, Rome. You know, like how much how much culture is there? I'm not saying they they don't have any culture, but they have more museums than artifacts to fill them up. When I think of the definition of greed, I can think about the situation, right? Mm. Because you already have, but you were going to take more. Just like when I think about oil, you know, America seems to have oil here, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to go to other nations to acquire more oil so you never run out of oil. Mm -hmm. That's greed. And with this situation with the artifacts, it's like we're going to take all the information and knowledge for our own benefit. You know, yes, preserve this. Yes, preserve that. But truly, if you are in control of the narrative to work in your favor, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That you want to stay on top, my bad. A lot of the the things that we follow today, like the twelve hour uh, day, you know the the three hundred and sixty five day calendar, the Pythagorean theorem that was it's named after some Greek Greek dude, but it originated in in Egypt. You oh know. yeah, the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, it's just like they—they're trying to erase us in a sense and just collect it all, like you said, it's, it's greed. Yeah, I mean, I trying to. I just some of it they have, because a lot of ethnic groups or a lot of places that were traditionally called something other than what it was post-colonial era, we don't know. Some of these languages or alphabets that, you know, came from the continent of Africa or came from, I don't know, God knows, Australia even. Mm. All of these places had rich history, but we would only know a little bit of that history. Mm. Because what they're saying ISIS did to <laughs> Afghanistan, they, they did, did to everyone. That, you I, know? I remember when that happened, they, um, they took sledgehammers to these old artifacts out mm. there that was like, maybe five to six thousand years old yeah because you know whatever their belief system is like you can't believe anything but but Allah and and the Quran don't quote me but I think that just what recently happened to Ukraine Mm -hmm. during this war is that they also bombed a museum 
It's crazy. It's very crazy. But it's also very evil because basically what you're saying, if you're destroying or bombing a place, is we don't want anybody to know that you existed. Mm-hmm. We're going to write the narrative as to how we want your story to be written. It's really weird because things don't really last that long if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. there's monuments and, and megaliths and all types of things on this planet that are here, but we have no idea how. There's no like written thing on these subjects. You know what I mean? It's like, were they lost in history or... You know what I mean? It's like nothing lasts forever. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's pointless to keep your history and your culture, but I don't I don't even know what I'm saying. It's just No, I get what you're saying. I think it's beautiful that we have, you know, the study called anthropology because that's their job, right? It's the job is to protect and to find these things and continue investigating about how it came about Mm. so you know i think it is silly for nations to go around bombing places because you are eradicating a story you are Mm -hmm. getting rid of evidence of an existence of people like you said it could it could have happened where you know nothing lasts forever but maybe us as humans were a cause of that problem Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm is that we got rid of things. Why do? Why are some statues without noses? Why are some statues no longer standing? Or even combined culture, you know, as a nomadic people starting from East Africa and moving up mm-hmm. and finding these other people and mating and marrying and, 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 and combining cultures. Mm-hmm. Like, that in itself kills one culture or another culture because you're just combining both definitely you know language is also another beautiful way of continuing history the the more that um when i went into a rabbit hole about mermaids Mm. so many cultures have stories or written literature even about mermaids Mm -hmm. so when you play a game like telephone it's like Every, you know, everyone gets an opportunity to share information. But when you're passing on that message, you don't hear it as coherently as the person before you. Mm-hmm. Because maybe they're not loud enough or not, maybe they're not clear enough or you're not hearing them properly. I think that's what happens with our history where it's like we have pieces of evidence that it was there. But along the ways, as years progress and they change, just like we have people like colonizers who may want to make the narrative in their favor... Another problem is that the story will always change, Mm -hmm. you know? So there could be a mixture of reasons why we don't have certain parts of our history told told or shared. Maybe the story is just (laughs) discombobulated by the time it gets to us. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. It's a a lot. Mm -hmm. Speaking of mermaids, man, every culture, like you said, Every all, single one. All across the world has story of mermaids. I could not think of a, a, a nation that did not. Or like Bigfoots and Sasquatches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was just one thing I seen on, I think you sent it to me, the people with no heads, like their heads were in their chest or something. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. But, yeah, I think they should just return everything. Just return it. Mm-hmm. 
you know if you're afraid that they don't have the institutions to carry these things build the institutions build the museums that's not even their call you know like that's Mm. like bullying someone why do you have to be so invested in another nation while you don't have (laughs) you know efficient health care for your nation or you Mm. don't have you know that you have your own shit going on that you want to focus on somebody else when you should not be focusing on someone else Mm. and what's the quote of today the quote of the day is give people their shit back (laughs) that's it don't forget to like share and subscribe alright people peace